Live from Southern California, this is the Jim Rome Show. Wow, they even had the fact that I'm here in Canton, Ohio in there. I love it. Ross Tucker once again in the big chair. I guess I must not have been that bad yesterday because they brought me back. Not only did they bring me back for day two, filling in for Jim Rome here on CBS Sports Network and CBS Sports Radio, they're letting me take the show on the road, which is pretty unbelievable. I mean, does Jim often do the show on the road? Does anybody often do the show on the road? Here's the story. Tony Baselli is a friend of mine. We worked together on Westwood One. He invited me to come to his induction ceremony. He gets the gold jacket tonight. So when Jim Rome's folks reached out and said, do you want to fill in for Jim? I said, heck yeah, I want to fill in for Jim. Thursday, I can do New York City. But Friday, I have to be in Canton, Ohio. Is there any chance I can do it from the Pro Football Hall of Fame? They made it happen, man. I mean, I can't tell you how impressed I am by all the folks that work with Jim. Craig Kitchen, Spike Eskin, David Miernick, Allison Cohen. I mean, the list can go on, but we are on the air. We are live. Your feedback, by the way, yesterday was incredible. I want more today. I want more tweets at Ross Tucker NFL. I want more calls, 855 855- 2124227. I even saw after the show, I got a bunch of emails from you guys. Really appreciate not only the kind words about my first fill-in yesterday, but also some of the comments that you made regarding Deshaun Watson, regarding preseason games, and whether or not you'd be watching. So I am back for day two. I think most of you know who I am. Hopefully you do. If you don't, my name's Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman. Five teams, seven years, I like to say, classic journeyman. Now I've got a bunch of media gigs, including calling college football games right here on CBS Sports Network, which I love, all the Army home games. I do NFL games for Westwood One. By the way, shout out to Westwood One, Howie Denneroff and the crew for letting me use their booth to do the show today here in Canton, Ohio, where they literally right now, they're putting all the tables out, all the benches, they're building the stage. I'm watching it all go down because they had the game here last night. The Jags and the Raiders, which I'll get into because I did think there were a couple things notable about the game last night, and I'm watching in real time as they have all day today to get it from the game last night to – Everything being ready and built and perfect for the speeches and the induction ceremony tomorrow. Can't wait for so many guys. Former teammate Richard Seymour, Tony Baselli, of course, Dick Vermeil, who uh, lives outside of Philadelphia like I do. Should be awesome. Um, I also get a chance to do the Eagles games on preseason. I have a podcast network. I think a lot of you check it out. Hopefully you do. It's 30 minutes a day. It's the Ross Tucker football podcast, just to give you your 30 minutes of fill. Here's what you need to know about today's show. Awesome guest list again. Kristen Mandler and her team. We got Kyle Brandt. A lot of you clones, you know Kyle Brandt. Longtime Jim Rome producer. Now he's on NFL Network, Good Morning Football, and he's my former teammate, fraternity brother, and roommate. Kyle will join me 
in about 35 minutes. Always a lot to talk about with Kyle, including who he thinks should be in the Hall of Fame. That isn't. Because we're going to get into that. Greg Cosell. I call him the civilian goat. I think he's the best film watcher and evaluator of anybody that's never worked for an NFL team. I think he's the GOAT. He joins me every week on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. You are going to love him. That's 1 p.m. Eastern time. And then Dan Pompey, terrific writer for The Athletic, but also he's a Hall of Fame voter. He's going to join me at 2.20 p.m. Eastern time in the final hour. A lot of my thoughts to start the show are about the Hall of Fame. I'm here Tonight is the gold jacket ceremony. And so I've got a couple different things as it relates to the Pro Football Hall of Fame that I want the clones to chime in on. One of which is I want you to pitch me on who you think deserves to be in the Hall of Fame that isn't. And we'll find out whether or not I think your call is good or not. Do I rack you or not? You can come on and give me the pitch. Who is not in the Pro Football Hall of Fame that should be in your mind? 855-212-4227. I mean, look, you can hit me up on Twitter as well, at Ross Tucker NFL. I think that's going to be tough to really get into exactly who you think should be in the Hall of Fame and why via Twitter. We don't have a guest until Kyle at 1240. So I'm telling you, next segment, I'm letting you guys hit me with it, which is perfect timing, not only because I'm here at the Hall of Fame, but also the two guys that I went to bat for the most the last three years, they're both getting in this year. Tony Baselli and Richard Seymour, they are both getting in this year. So... The timing is perfect. Look, you guys have heard me on with Jim on this show. You've heard me preach about Tony Baselli and why he deserved to get in. And he's going in. And I'm not going to say that it's all my doing, but I think it I think I was part of it. I think I was part of the Baselli movement. I think Tony thinks I was part of why he got in, which is why he invited me to come to his ceremony. It's why I'll be there at the gold jacket ceremony tonight. It's why tomorrow night I'll be at Tony's private party. Which, by the way, the invitation for Tony's private party tomorrow night, it said Vineyard Chic is the attire. What the heck is that? What is Vineyard Chic? And how can you be a former NFL offensive lineman, a Hall of Fame offensive lineman, and have your attire for your private Hall of Fame party be vineyard chic? Does that mean you have to wear vineyard vines? Do I need like a a whale belt? Or do I dress like I'm going to a vineyard? Let me just be the first to tell you, okay? If I ever get into the Hall of Fame, which I won't, But if I did, my attire, I'm telling you right now, brewery chic. Brewery chic would be my attire for my Hall of Fame party. 
So we'll figure out what the heck Vineyard Chic is. Look, I mean, I already drove here. By the way, so I did the show in New York City yesterday, Jim's show. I drive back to central Pennsylvania. I live in Harrisburg, Hershey, which I love, by the way. My wife's from out there. Woke up at 4, got in the car by 5, got out to Canton, Ohio, 9.30, came over to the stadium, tested the audio, tested the video. I'm ready to roll. And I can't wait to hear two things from you. And look, there's new Deshaun Watson news that I'll get into momentarily. And I'll talk to you about the game last night. Maybe as interesting as anything from the game last night was how much Josh Jacobs, the Raiders' starting running back, played. He got 11 touches in the Hall of Fame game? Are you kidding me? We'll get into that. But how about how good Trayvon Walker looked for the Jaguars? The number one overall pick that kind of came out of nowhere, that people were a little bit skeptical of, he looked great. He was killing dudes, getting in there, getting a sack, getting hits on the quarterback. I thought Trayvon Walker played really well last night. So certainly going to talk about last night's game. We've got the news with Roger Goodell designating former New Jersey Attorney General Peter Harvey to hear the Watson appeal. But we did a lot on Watson yesterday, man. I mean, if you guys are still into it, that's fine. I don't know what else there is to say. Harvey's kind of Goodell's hand-picked guy, but he doesn't work for the NFL, so he might not just do what Goodell wants. It'll be interesting. As Andrew Brandt said yesterday on the show, I think he kind of feels like the NFL is doing this so that if the NFLPA did file a lawsuit, that the NFL would be in a better spot saying, look, first we had Sue Robinson, independent retired judge that the NFLPA hired, Then we had this former New Jersey attorney general, which, by the way, I'm 43 years old. I still am not sure what an attorney general really does. What does that even mean? And why are they called the attorney general? Like, isn't a general, a general should be, in my mind, military. I know the attorney general is like the head lawyer for the state, right? Attorney general seems like an interesting way to describe them. Like, attorney general. But I guess we have the Surgeon General, too. But the Surgeon General is just a doctor. So why do we call a doctor the Surgeon General? I don't know. These are the things that keep me up at night. But here's what you need to chime in on. Here's what I'm taking calls on at 855-212-4227. Or you can email me. You can email me over at RossTucker.com or hit me up on Twitter. All of my social is at RossTuckerNFL. I've got two things. Number one is who should be in the NFL Hall of Fame that isn't? Because I'm not going to say that I single-handedly got Baselli and Richard Seymour in, but I think I was a driving factor. Richard Seymour, simply the best defensive lineman I ever played against. And Tony Baselli, he was the dude. 95 to 2001. My last two years of high school, my four years of college, that's who we all wanted to be. A total bad, I don't, am I allowed to say bad ASS on radio and TV? I don't even know what the rules are. I was going to say a total bad, you know what, total bad mamma jamma. I think I can say that, bad mamma jamma. Anyway, that's what Paselli was. So you have the opportunity 
to tell me exactly who should be in the Hall of Fame that isn't. But sell me on it. Sell me on it. And then here's the fun topic. I want you to tell me what Hall of Fame you belong to or you would belong to. If there was a Hall of Fame for something, you would be in it. I've got two, okay? I've got two, and I'm dead, deathly serious about this. I've got two things I am very confident. I think the Pro Football Hall of Fame is top 300 people. Okay, I think there's like 300 guys in the Hall of Fame. I am very confident that I am top 300 in at least the United States in two things. Number one, three-point shooters among all-county offensive linemen. I was an all-county offensive lineman in Reading, Pennsylvania, and I know I had like 28 three-pointers my senior year. I think throughout high school I had over 53s probably. There can't be that many guys that were an all-county offensive lineman weighing 245 pounds draining threes. There, There can't be that many guys that fit that category, right? I just don't believe that. But I was a late bloomer, so I always grew up a point guard or a shooting guard. All of a sudden, my senior year, I'm like almost 6'5", 250. I tried to go down low, and I sucked down low. So I was like, heck with this. I'm going back out to the three-point line. These big stiffs can't cover me, and I would just drain threes. You know who can verify that? Kyle Brandt. In 25 minutes, when he comes on the show, I'll ask Kyle about, I'll just say, what do you remember me as a basketball player? That's it. And you'll hear what he says. Because I think I'm in the Hall of Fame of all-county offensive linemen as three-point shooters. The other Hall of Fame I would be in? Scrambled cheese egg eater. Like, if my life depended on... A eating contest. And maybe, and you can all tell me what you'd be best at. If someone said, Ross, your life depends on how well you do in an eating contest, you get to pick the food product. Scrambled cheese eggs. I'm telling you right now, I can eat two dozen scrambled cheese eggs without blinking. It's my favorite food. My mom made it for me all the time growing up. It's the only thing I learned how to make, and I make it for my daughters. I make it for my extended family when we get together. That is my jam, scrambled cheese eggs. By the way, it's American cheese. It's a two-to-one egg-to-American cheese ratio. So if you've got 24 eggs in there, you need at least 12 slices of American cheese and you break them up and then put them in. But that's what I'm, that's what I, I, I could easily eat 30 in an eating contest. 30 scrambled cheese eggs, no problem. Bring it on. What's the, what's the hot dog guy's name? Bring it on, hot dog dude. Bring it on anybody. Kobayashi, anybody, bring them on. So that's the two things I think I would go in the Hall of Fame for, or that I would be in the Hall of Fame if, the, if such a Hall of Fame existed. 
all-county offensive linemen, three-point shooters, and scrambled cheese egg eaters. So that's what I want to get into. I'm going to stick and move with the Deshaun Watson stuff, with the game last night, but I want to give you guys the opportunity to sell me. You know, obviously we have the smack off. You know, Rome's callers are legendary. You guys are legends. You're part of the show. And now it's your turn to sell me. I'm going to say whether you guys get racked or you get run. Whether or not you sell me on your guy for the Hall of Fame. There's a lot of good guys out there. There's a lot that we could get into. I'm going to make Kyle do it. I'm going to make Greg Cosell do it. But you get to do it first. You get to set the tone for the whole show when we come back. Hit me up at Ross Tucker NFL. You can give me like bullet points if you if you don't want to call. RossTucker.com is where you can email me. Or give me a call. Let's get this rocking and rolling on a Friday. I am here for the next two hours and 45 minutes. And then I'll get back to the hotel by 3.45. And I will be having a delicious IPA by 4 p.m. Eastern time to get me ready for Tony Baselli and all these guys getting their gold jackets. I'm back again on the Jim Rome Show here. CBS Sports Network, CBS Sports Radio. So glad to have you guys with me. Oh, man, a lot of people want to chime in and try to sell me on which guy they think should be in the Hall of Fame that isn't. I love it. Keep them coming. 855-212-4227. I also, though, want to hear if there's a Hall of Fame that you should be in that you're not. You guys are awesome, by the way, on social media. At Ross Tucker NFL, Paulie and Indy said, Vineyard chic means don't wear your usual Costco clothes. Um, I do actually have a decent amount of clothes from Costco. You know, I don't... I, I almost always wear stuff that people gave me for free. Like this shirt I'm wearing right now, I think the Bills gave me this shirt. Yeah, it's like a Bills alumni thing. I, I just don't buy that many clothes. I don't like food. I don't like shopping for clothes at all. Uh, taking a look at Ray NSA says, let's not question anybody's military status. Signed Captain Crunch, Colonel Sanders, Major Woody. That reminds me of like the captain on a plane. He's not a captain. He's a pilot. That's not mine, by the way. I stole that from somebody. Some comedian said that one time. Bella B., my girl up in Calgary who I love, said vineyard chic, linen shirt, and shorts. Boom, you're set. Bella, this I'm serious about this. I'm going to be really upset if a lot of people are wearing shorts tomorrow night because I love wearing shorts. I wear shorts every day I possibly can. My wife said it was inappropriate. My wife won't let me wear shorts tomorrow night to Tony Baselli's private party. That's vineyard chic. She wouldn't let me do it. So I have long pants on. And she's making me wear loafers, which I'm pretty confident are going to give me a blister because I've never worn them before. So anyway, we'll see what happens. Wells in the 360 said... I'm a first ballot Mario Kart on N64 and Titanic movie trivia Hall of Famer. Ooh, I like that, Wells. Those are two good ones. Really good ones. Rich Pollock, 
Wow, Rich says, please, all caps, don't play the dumb jock card on the Jim Rome show. Very intelligent, sophisticated audience. It's just too easy to look up what an attorney general does. The gimmicks that work in typical sports talk radio don't work on TGRS, the Jim Rome show. Come on, Ross. Hey, Rich, I am not worried at all about people thinking I'm a dumb jock. You can check out, Google me, check out the Wikipedia. I'm good as far as that goes. But no, I didn't look up what an attorney general does before the show started. And as I'm reading that Goodell's designee is the former New Jersey attorney general, I don't what's his name, Peter C. Harvey, I'm realizing I don't really know what the attorney general does. I think that they are the lead lawyer in a state that decides whether or not to push criminal charges, but I don't really know. I mean, I don't, I don't really know. I'm not playing the dumb jock card. And it's kind of hard to Google stuff while I'm live on like 300 radio stations and on national TV in over 100 million homes. Not as easy as it looks, Rich. I'll tell you that much right now. Let's get to some calls. I'm going to start. You know why I'm going to start with Dino and Rochester? Because I love the name Dino. And because Rochester's amazing, had training camp there three years. Dino, what's up, man? You're on the Jim Rome Show with Ross Tucker. Hey, Ross. How you doing, bud? Good. What's up? We miss you in Rochester. Bills are having training camp there right now. I'm about 10 minutes away from there. Rochester's Uh, so nice, Dino. I remember St. John Fisher College. That was a really nice area. I remember thinking, "This this is a sweet town. Yeah, that's a nice setting for him there. It really is. Uh, I want to make my case for Lester Hayes in the Hall of Fame. Played okay. From seven, played from 1977 to 86, 39 career picks, a lockdown epitome of a bump-and-run corner for his entire career. He was phenomenal, especially once they, uh, they brought in Mike Haynes to play alongside him. That was one hell of a duo. 1980 Defensive Player of the Year. Ross, the season he had in, 80, in 1980, 13 picks, five more postseason picks, and five more that were nullified by penalty. 23 picks he had that year <laughs> in one season. That's a career for most people. Lester deserves it. He's been, he's been waiting a long time. Now the Cliff's in. It's time for Lester to get his just due. All right, so here I got a couple questions. By the way, no one is as passionate about – I'm assuming you're a Raiders fan, Dino? Yes. Uh, no one is as passionate about their guys getting in the Hall of Fame as Raiders fans. Like, people used to call all the time about Tom Flores and uh, Jim Plunkett because he won two Super Bowls and Cliff Branch, who's obviously getting in this weekend. I mean, people are really passionate about ex Raiders getting in the Hall of Fame. That's a ridiculous stat. Five picks in the playoffs is ridiculous. And you say another five that got called back? How do you have five picks that get called back? You know the aggression, the aggressiveness of the Raider defense back in those days. So he, he was probably uh, you know guilty of some muggings, and uh, so were his teammates. But 
23 times he had his hands on the ball that year, and they won the Super Bowl that year. So you know what I think happened to him, Dino? So early in his career, was he with – was it Willie Wood was the other corner? Willie Brown. Willie Brown. Sorry, Willie Brown. And Willie Brown's in the Hall of Fame, right? Yes. And then Mike Haynes came in, and Mike Haynes in the Hall of Fame. Yes. Is 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 Jack Tatum in the Hall of Fame? No, he's not, but he should be considered, too. He was phenomenal. Yeah, so I think what happens sometimes, because I've heard people say this about some of the Dolphins of the 70s or even some of the Steelers of the 70s, I think that they kind of got overshadowed by their teammates, and it's like, okay, how many of these guys are we going to put in? I, I appreciate the call, Dino. That's a pretty good sales job. It is. I mean, to be defensive player of the year as a corner is really impressive. He played 10 years, so he played long enough. Started 134 games, and it looks like he went to five Pro Bowls. I'm trying to find, I don't know that he was, okay, one-time All-Pro. That's what hurts him, is that he's only a one-time All-Pro. That's what hurts Lester, because usually they want you to be a multiple-time All-Pro, but he's a two-time Super Bowl champ. He's on the All-80s team. He's got a pretty good case. That, that was a good call, Dino. I like it. I'll take it. Let's get to Bobby, who's in Cleveland. What's up, Bobby? Mr. Tucker. What up? Hello? Hey, yeah, what's you got me, bro. I'm right down the road, a half an hour away from you, from Canton, up right Cleveland. Oh, that's awesome. Hey, uh, first of all, congratulations on Mr. Baselli. You should be proud of yourself that he uh, told you to come there, man. You know what? Uh, Bobby, it's the How first time I've ever be. been invited. It's the first time How I've been proud? invited. I'm, I'm pumped. I know, man. You got to be out of your mind. You got to be proud of yourself. I mean, I'm just glad he invited. I don't know if I'm proud of myself. I'm glad that Tony thinks enough of me to invite me. And I'm looking. Look, I, I like going to the beach in the summer. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I live yeah. near the Jersey Shore. I like to go to the Jersey yeah, Shore. I, I live right down Route Three, uh, right. Uh, 10 minutes away from Giant City. That's where I grew up in Totowa. Yeah, but so for me, this is a once-in-a-lifetime. I don't know if anybody will ever invite me again. I know. So I know. It's the fantastic. chance to go to everything, ha- had to do it. My my wife's oh, like, fantastic. you got to go. So now, here. Here's uh, the thing. Mr. Tucker, real quick, you played for the Cowboys. I heard you say yesterday, who was the left guard? You. Here's the guy. Mr. Darren Woodson belongs in the Hall of Fame. You can't tell me he doesn't belong in the Hall of Fame. So that's a former teammate of mine. I, I like know. I like when former teammates get in the Hall of Fame. By the way, awesome guy, unbelievable How guy. Bad but you got to you got to pitch me, Bob. You got to pitch me. You can't just say a name. This is the Jim Rome show. Sell me. Oh, with Darren Woodson? Yeah, sell me on. He's him. a six-time Pro Bowler, one of the greatest strong safeties that played the game. Never in trouble. Class act. Bad, bad ASS. <laughs> you I like that. With him. Yeah, so here's Let what he's got. You a question. Do you think he belongs in the Hall of Fame? Absolutely. But the Hall Thank of Fame's you. rough, bro. Bobby, I, I appreciate the call. It. The Hall of Fame's rough. So Darren, five-time Pro Bowler, three-time All-Pro. So that three-time All-Pro, that's – I think if you hit the standards – 
I don't want to call them the minimums because that's not fair. But you get to five Pro Bowls and you get to three All Pros, you've kind of hit you you've kind of hit pretty good numbers there. Now that said, there's guys like Patrick Willis that aren't in yet or Demarcus Ware that went to more. Most Cowboys fans are more outspoken these days about Demarcus Ware than they are about Darren Woodson. But the guy won three Super Bowls, was a huge part of it, three-time All-Pro, five-time Pro Bowler, got 12 years in the league. The problem is it's hard to get in, man. I mean, they only have like five guys a year in terms of the modern candidates. It's hard to get in. There's a lot of guys that I think should be in. But some of them have to wait. Lester Hayes obviously would be a senior candidate now. Woodson might have to end up being a senior candidate. In fact, I think he does. He's past the limit. You have 15 years after you retire, I think. I think Woodson's past that time. I have to look that up. But look, I, Lester Hayes and Darren Woodson, two pretty good arguments, I would say. 855-212-4227. We're going to get to more of your calls. Keep the tweets coming, by the way. But when we come back, we got my boy, Kyle Brandt, longtime Jim Rome show producer. Maybe he can give me some advice on filling in for Jim Rome. It probably would have been more helpful yesterday when I was doing the show for the first time. But at any rate, Kyle Brandt joins us. He's on Good Morning Football now. Let's see. Let's have him do a call. Let's have him try to sell me on who should be in the Hall of Fame. I actually have an idea of who he's going to say, knowing he's a Chicago buy, Chicago guy. Yeah! We got two Tigers in the jungle now on a Friday edition of the Jim Rome Show. Ross Tucker filling in for Jim for the second consecutive day, the former NFL offensive lineman, journeyman, 2001 to 2008. And... We've got Kyle Brandt, my teammate, roommate, fraternity brother, and longtime Jim Rome producer. How long were you with Jim, Kyle? I can't remember. Nine years from the end of 2007 to mid-2016. I'm back. I'm thrilled to be back in the jungle, Ross. And you have me in a great, great mood right now. Let me tell you why. Not only did I just finish my week of Good Morning Football, but this, you'll relate to this, and everybody will. Brooke and the kids just left town to go to California. I got the house to myself for the whole weekend, and I love my family. But I'm walking around right now. I'm playing Megadeth. Later, I'm going to watch a Steven Seagal movie. I'm going to drink a lot. I'm going to eat pizza in my underwear. I'm going to delete my browser history, and then I'm going to go to bed. It's going to be great. <laughs> That's it. That's the weekend. Let's go. That that is amazing. Yeah, when you have a morning show like that, yep. when you're done that morning show on Friday, it's just such a great feeling. It almost feels like you have a two and a half day weekend. You know what I mean? Yes, because I'm done with work at 10 a.m. Now you have to get up at like three in the morning, like an imbecile. But if you can pay that price, I, Ross, every Friday, like I am at the liquor store, like when they open the door, like they're just flipping <laughs> around the sign from closed and open, and I'm like door busting, like it's Black Friday, except I'm going to get booze instead of like a TV. That's what I just did an hour ago. I'm set up. I, we had football last night. I'm talking to you now, Brooke. Well, the, I don't know if you relate to this too. I'm sitting on the couch last night. I'm watching the Jags Raiders, and like Brooke walks into the living room, 
And she just like stops in her tracks and she goes, Oh my God, it's back. And I'm like, yeah, football back. She's like, what? what is this game? I was not informed of this game. This, this doesn't look like an NFL stadium. This isn't an NFL game. I'm like, honey, this is a real game with real players. It's back. We'll see you in eight months. You can all, and I'm sure a lot of you already do, check out Kyle on social media, at Kyle Brandt. I'm actually here right now, Kyle. Like, I, I, I'm like, I think I'm squinting on television because it's so sunny here. And they're putting out like this white stage, but there's nobody sitting down there. So like the whole field Mm -hmm. that was green last night is now white. And so the sun's coming down, reflecting off the white where everybody's going to be sitting, including me tomorrow for the enshrinement Uh ceremony. And it's busting up my eyes. But it's kind of cool to watch (laughs) them transition from a field to, uh, to the stage and the whole deal. Uh, question, by the way, yeah, what do you got? about Jim Rome. This is, this is only my second time ever filling in. Yesterday was my first day. Do you have any advice or any Rome memory? Like Any, any advice that you can give me for filling in? For, I want to do this more often. This is a blast. His callers are awesome. On social media, they're amazing. At Ross Tucker NFL. I got home last night. I had like mm-hmm. 20 emails to RossTucker.com. This is amazing. Well, I, I got to stop you back. I got to stop you at his callers are awesome. It was define awesome because I, I don't remember exactly a lot of Mensa's calling into the show when I was working there. What, what kind of stuff are they calling in with? How was day one? Uh, I think day one was good. Today, though, I've, we've had a couple of good callers like selling me on Lester Hayes and Darren Woodson for the Hall of Fame. I think I just mean I like that they're engaged. Maybe they engaged. maybe they're not all like maybe they're not all like smack off champs, but they're <laughs> I, I I just like that they're engaged. You know, yeah, I, I think sometimes like when you the, fill in um, for somebody, they don't. There's not that many people that call in. It, 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 both days, there's been people dying to get on the show. It's awesome. Yeah, and especially you know, I used to guest host like you are. Sometimes they don't call for the guest host, but they like you. I, I guess I, I saw people sometimes who would come in when I wouldn't even be guest host and they'd be producing. And my advice back to that would be like. Don't try to, like, come in and, like, do the jungle. Like, just do Ross Tucker hosting the Jim Rome show. Like, if you start talking, like, smack and, like, say, like, you know, karma and grab a vine or whatever the hell the cool ones are these days, like, that goes bad really fast. Then you go from, like, Van Smack to who they used to call Van Whack. Just be you, buddy. You know how to do this. Yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point. That's like when uh, all of the Belichick assistants – get head coaching jobs, and they all try to be Belichick. And you're like, dude, you're not Bill Belichick. Like, we, we get, like, yeah, we know what you're trying to do here. Job, and he won't even say that Saquon Barkley is going to be the starting running back because every position has to be earned. And it's like, yeah, we get it. You do know, like, you're not Bill Belichick, right? I know you run his staff. That'd be like you telling, like, me that I'm going to have jungle karma because I'm coming in and rack me after I get off. That, it, that's a perfect comparison. It's like a crappy tribute band who gets up there and, like, tries to play the Led Zeppelin song, but, like, get off stage. Just do your own music. Play your originals. And it sounds like that's what you're doing, bud. All right, so I don't know if I, if I asked you this, but I, yeah. I'm talking today about the Hall of Fames that I think I legitimately am in. Like, mm. if, the, if such a thing exists, I think I'd be in it. One is uh, scrambled cheese egg eater, because mm-hmm. I can eat 30 scrambled cheese eggs, no problem. The other one, though... Basketball. Like, I, and, and I said that you could verify this. Yeah. How many people do you know, Kyle, 
Go on. Over 300 pounds when we played intramural basketball mm-hmm. that could like dribble and shoot like me. There can't. I, I think I'm in the top 300 of all county offensive linemen like three point shooters. I think you're up there, and I'm, I, this is when I was supposed to cut you down and, and like bust your chops. But no, like in true 300 pounder form. The bigger the guy is, the more he wants to play out the three-point line in basketball. That's it. <laughs> what you're not telling people, Ross, is when we were like washed-up seniors in Princeton, you would shoot the threes until, by chance, we started losing the game, and then you would go down on the low block and started swinging elbows and pushing around <laughs> econ majors and like really abusing them, hard fouls, all that. I remember there was a team we played that represented like, I don't know, some sort of like a church group or something in the, on the campus, and they were really nice guys, and, like, you were destroying them physically. And it was t- you were going to be – you were just months away from blocking Bruce Smith in, in Washington training camp, and you were pushing down a 140-pound economics major in glasses on the basketball court. That's the truth. Never mind the threes. I'll never forget you said to them, you were talking junk. You go, he's just too big and yep. too strong. And the kid said back to you, well, that's pretty obvious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't let me, don't let me, don't let anybody believe that I was out there virtuous and everything. I was maybe a bigger jerk than you. I just didn't have the weight to throw around. That was really unfair. And I think the best part about to put a cap on this, I think, I think there were like three divisions of intramural basketball. Like the A group was the best players. Like we weren't even in that. That's what losers we were back then. We were in the B group as the varsity football players. You, a future pro, just pushing around kids and. Nobody loved it more than you and me. Sorry, wherever those people are, they're probably billionaires at this point, so they had the last laugh. Yeah, exactly. And then meanwhile, these two guys are just talking about football on, on TV. Yeah. What about um, what about a Hall of Fame that you could be in? I'm kind of putting you on the spot here, but is there a hall is there something you think you'd be in the Hall of Fame for? Yeah. Yeah. Tecmo Bowl. I'm first ballot. I'm the I'm the Tom Brady and Jerry Rice of Tecmo Bowl, the original. Not the second one that more people played with eight plays. The original Nintendo Entertainment System Tech Mobile with four plays and four plays only. I will take on anyone in any level, any game, anything, and I will beat them. It's You know how they go in the Hall of Fame things, Ross, and every candidate has the person who comes up to speak for them, and they extol their virtues and talk about their great career and try to convince the voters why they should be in the Hall of Fame. The legend has it that the guy who spoke for Jerry Rice just gets up to the microphone that day and goes, Jerry Rice, and he sat back down and applauded. In the Tecmo Bowl Hall of Fame, they would just go, Kyle Brandt, and everyone would go crazy, and I'd be in first ballot. That's me, so Tecmo Bowl. Who, who was, fa- who, 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 who was faster Who was faster in Tecmo Bowl, Bo Jackson or Lawrence Taylor in the Great original question. Tecmo Bowl? Nuanced question. You do your research. Bo Jackson gets the commercial, he gets the fame, he gets all these things. If you actually played the original 8-bit game, I believe it was 1987, I think it dropped, the best player in the game is, is Lawrence Taylor. It's not, he's actually faster than Bo. He's more dominant than Bo. He blocks every single extra point, every single field goal. Bo's great, don't get me wrong. And Bo's like light years faster than Marcus Allen, who he shares a backfield with. But uh, <laughs> and I'm serious. If you go, if they, they keep picking your Bo Jackson play, up and A, up and A, just hit him with Marcus Allen. There's another Hall of Famer in the same backfield in a three-point stance, by the way. But to answer your question, it's, uh, LT is the fastest, most dominant player in the game. All right, you got a minute yeah. to sell me on one guy. I'm here in Canton. I'm at the Hall of Fame. Sell me on one guy that's not in the Hall of Fame that should be, because that's what all the clones are doing today. 
Okay, uh, I don't know if anybody said this, but Zach Thomas. Zach Thomas should be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, many, many, many of his numbers are superior to Brian Urlacher. Brian Urlacher, who I love, Urlacher got in first ballot. Zach Thomas is sitting around here. I'll give you another comp. Jason Taylor, his teammate, is in the Hall of Fame. Uh, I think Zach Thomas was a better football player than Jason Taylor. And if you turn down the tape at the time, Zach Thomas was dominant, and yet he sits and sits and sits and doesn't get in. And just so I can like, kind of close the loop on that bear shot I just took at Urlacher, Devin Hester should be. And I have a simple rule. If you are the best player at any position ever, best player ever, I don't care what position it is, you're in. That goes for Ray Guy. That goes for Devin Hester. I'll put a long snapper in there. I don't care. That guy, uh, Mulebach, who was on the Lions for like 40 years, put him in the Hall of Fame because no one's ever been better at the position than him. Hester should have been first ballot. Well, that's who I thought you're going to go with, Good. and we can have a Hester conversation for sure. Okay. But Zach Thomas, I played against him a bunch. He was awesome. He was an awesome football player. I love it. Thank you for coming on. Make sure you follow this guy on social media at Kyle Brandt. Good morning, football every morning on TV. You got to check him out, NFL Network. Thanks, buddy. I'm going to go watch out for justice. Love you, bud. See ya. There you go. Um, you know they should have let you in the original Tecmo Bowl. They should have let you be able to go ahead and put guys both ways. Like, I would have liked to have played with LT on offense for the Giants. I don't want Joe Morris. Who was the running back? Joe Morris or Rodney Hampton in the original Tecmo Bowl? I would have loved to have had LT on offense. All right, here's what we got coming up. To start the next hour, the civilian GOAT. Greg Cosell, if you're not familiar, you're about to be blown away with this guy's tape study. Good night!